And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we're going into part two of volume two of the Law of Faith. Why do I love the Law of Faith so much? Because who doesn't love something that works every single time? Now I know what you may have been taught throughout the years or whatever that faith is just a shot in the dark. It is a roll of the dice. It may work, it may not. You just never know what God's gonna do. I wanna clear that out of your mindset because the, the Bible says, and it makes it clear, he's, Paul says, the promises of God are yes, and in Him they are amen. So as far as God is concerned, whatever you believe in Him for, it's already done. If it's in His Word, it's already done and provided for. You and I just have to take it. What about the issues of life? That's what we're talking about tonight. <clears throat> because problems get loud. They scream at you. And I want to tell you right now, now is not a time. If you're going through what I'm telling you right now, now is not the time to be silent. Now is not the time to back up in a corner somewhere. This is a time where you need to say something. What do you need to say? What God has spoken. Let's get into this message and we're going to learn what Jesus did when it came to a terrible problem, which was death. Let's find out what he did concerning death. It's really going to bless you and I will see you at the end of this program. You will begin to see a turnaround. The law of faith demands to be louder. So when the enemy shouted out these things, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to do all this other stuff, David got loud back. Now, is there anybody in here this morning that thinks that David was like, I'm going to kill you? Come on. I'm going to cut your head off. That's not intimidating. I have no doubt whatsoever that David looked him right back in the eye and said, I'm going to kill you. Let me tell you what's really going to go down. I'm going to kill you and I'm going to cut your head off. Amen. The law of faith demands you to speak, but to speak what? Boldly. Can somebody say that was bold? That was, I mean, that's the definition of bold right there. He's looking at somebody in the natural who is far stronger. Come on. A trained warrior. Had all these weapons. Not to mention he was humongous. But yet David looked at him with boldness. I'm telling you the power of the law of faith. All right, so watch this. 
The law of faith said, I'm going to kill you and cut your head off. So faith was shouting at the impossible. I wonder how many today have some impossibilities in your life. Are you shouting at them? Oh, you're making me think today. Are you shouting at them? Are you just quietly sitting back and letting them continue? Come on. Now, why would I do something like that? Maybe because the law of distraction has been in motion. See, the people that had the law of distraction at work, they were terrified. They couldn't see God delivering them. They couldn't see victory. All they could see was the problem. So if you're in here today and all you can see is the problems and all you can see is the struggles and, and all the, the impossibilities, then that tells you today that you have a different law working in your life that you need to shut down. Amen? If you, want, if you want a law in your life to quit working, you have to shut it down and you have to put another law at work. Amen? What does the law of faith do? It attracts. If you want to attract what you want, then you have to shift your focus to that. Amen? <clears throat> Romans 10, 17. So I told you again that faith is not just the loudest when I'm, when I'm talking about volume. It is also the loudest when we're talking about focus. There's a song that says, uh, I believe it's by Tasha Cobbs. It says, give me dove eyes. How many's ever heard that? Oh, that's sad. Nobody raised their hand. Dove eyes. Why is that significant? Because doves only see what's right in front of them. So in that song, she's saying, give me dove-like focus. To where I'm not looking to the left or to the right. That, that makes sense now that God told, uh, that tells us in our word, or tells us in His word, He says, do not look to the left or to the right. Don't go from side to side, but stay on my word. Stay focused on it. Meditate on it night and day. It's no wonder that God is saying this. Now Romans 10, 17 says this. It says, so then faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The Word of God. So the law of faith is put into motion when we what? Hear. Now what type of... So we have to stop right there and say, well, what type of hearing is this? Because there are many types of hearing. I may hear you say a, a paragraph and not remember one word you said. How many knows I can do that? I get in trouble a lot too. We can do that. I heard you. But I didn't really, come on. I, you were, let me say it like this. You weren't the loudest voice in my life. See, the, the loudest voice is not just volume, but it's also focus. So let me say it to you like this. The Greek reads it like this. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith is by hearing. That's what the Greek says. It exists. It is created by hearing. But what? More specifically, by hearing rhema. Not logos. Rhema. Word of God. The rhema of God. Now, rhema, we've, heard, we've described this. We've, uh, we've broke this down many times. But just to be short with it, it is a word that is the loudest voice. 
How many knows you can read a scripture a hundred times and then that hundred and one time it jumps out at you and it immediately takes your focus. Oh, I never seen that before. And you are absolutely focused. Your attention is on that word that is being revealed to you at that moment. Guess what? At that moment, that word became the loudest voice. My God. See, when you get a revelation about something, when you get a revelation, when God reveals to you something about a situation or a circumstance, it becomes the loudest voice. The light comes on and you begin to see things clear. That's why when Saul, when Saul said to David, he said, you can't go out and fight this Philistine. You can't fight this giant. David said, huh, let me tell you something. The same God that delivered me out of the, the hands of the bear and the lion, come on, it's the same God that will deliver me out of this. What did David have? He had a rhema word. This was the loudest voice. It clicked in him. Wait a minute. If God did this... This is, a, this is the same kind of situation or scenario. God will do it again. Ah. So David, guess what? So David was not hearing the insults, the taunts of Goliath. Now, was he hearing them? Yes, but they were not the loudest voice. I guarantee you the enemy talked to you all week. You're nothing. You're nobody. Oh, you're not going to make it. Oh, it's not going to turn around. See, I told you it wasn't working. I mean, there's all this other junk. Well, th that's not the issue. The issue's going to be, is that the loudest voice in your life? Is that where your focus is? Is that where your attention is? Hmm. Let me tell you why. All right, so the enemy knows this. He knows that faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? What's the loudest voice? What has your focus? What has your attention? So what's he do? It's no wonder that the enemy tries to be the loudest voice in your life. It's no wonder. It's no wonder that he, he's always using problems to, sh to scream and shout at you. Come on. How many knows that bills will scream? This is due at the end of the month. Right? It's never, this will need paid soon. It's never like that. So everybody's in agreement with me today that problems, they are real. And they will scream. So why does the enemy do this? Because guess what? Here, here's the pattern. Watch this. Whatever is the loudest voice in your life has your attention. Number one. Everybody follow me today. Whatever has the loudest voice in your life has your attention. Whatever has your attention has your faith. Whatever has your faith has your voice. Well, what does that mean? Here's what that means. The law of faith works by what? Speaking. See, in the law of faith, words carry weight and power. We know that God created everything you could possibly think of and more by the what? The words of His mouth. The law of faith put into motion causes you to what? Speak. So when you speak, your words carry weight and power. The enemy knows this. So what's he got to do? He's got to become the loudest voice in your life. 
Because when He becomes the loudest voice in your life, then He gets your attention. All you can focus on is the problems. Okay? When He has your attention, then He's got your faith. You begin to believe what He tells you. I'm not going to make it out of this. It's not going to get any better. And when you start to believe these things, guess what? You start saying them. You start going around. It's not going to get any better. You start going around. It just keeps getting worse. And your words carry weight. They carry power. You notice, now watch this. Look, it's so simple. The enemy said one thing. David just counterattacked and said something else. Oh, but what the enemy says, it, it may be true. Really? Watch this. It's all about perspective. I guarantee you, some people's perspective that day was saying, the giant's telling the truth. This boy don't stand a chance. Amen? Some of you are, are listening to what the enemy says, and you're saying, hey, he's right. Things are getting worse. Things aren't turning around. This and that's happening. But guess what? David just kept speaking what God said. Hey, come on, somebody. David just kept speaking what God said. The law of faith was in motion in him, and he was speaking boldly. Despite what it looked like, despite what the enemy was saying, he just kept speaking what he wanted. I want you dead, and I'm going to cut your head off. He just kept speaking, and guess what happened? David won. What if you and I have that same mindset? Well, the enemy's saying this and that, and it just looks like things are getting worse. Well, what if we just decide to speak what we want? What if we decide to speak what God said? The enemy comes back with an insult, just keep speaking what God said. Boldly. Turn to your neighbor and say, boldly. You standing back saying, I just hope everything turns out. That's not speaking boldly. But when you go around saying, I'm telling you what, God's going to show up and He's going to show off. Praise the Lord. That's speaking boldly. When everybody can look at your situation and they'll probably start laughing. Are you kidding me? You don't stand a chance. But watch this. Faith doesn't care. Faith doesn't care. If you look at many different examples of Jesus, <clears throat> there are many different ways that He reacted, like I said, or excuse me, I should say respond. Because last week, what did we say about the law of faith? Faith does not react, it responds. It responds. <clears throat> if David had reacted... He would have turned around and left, but he responded. Mm. Somebody say amen if you're getting this today. <clears throat> All right, so remember, you attract what you focus on. John eleven, thirty one. 31. John chapter 11, verse 31. I'm going to go all the way to verse 44. You ready? All right, it says, And the Jews, when they were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary that she arose up hastily and went out and followed her, saying, She goes into the grave to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, 
saying unto him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. So Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, which had never been seen before, have caused this, even this man, that he should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself, he came to the grave, and it was a cave, and a stone laid upon it. And Jesus said unto them, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him, of Lazarus, said, that uh, said to him that was dead, he said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Say, did I not tell you that I, that if you would believe, that you should see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. And I knew that you heard me, or you always hear me, but because the people would stand by, I said it, that they may believe that you have sent me. And he said the, and when he had thus spoken, he cried with a what? Say that with me one more time. He cried with a what? So he didn't whisper. He didn't say, I'm going to see if this works. He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead did what? Faith shouts at the impossible. My God, somebody get this. Faith shouts at the impossible. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Glory to God. That day, death was screaming. It was screaming. It was loud. It, I mean, you could hear, I mean, there is no way you could not hear death screaming. And not only that, guess what? Jesus had to see the results or the effects of a problem on other people. See, problems can get loud, but they get even louder when you see what it's doing to people. Amen? They can get loud. So you've got all this going on right now. But the law of faith is stirring up in Jesus. I'm, I want y'all to see this right here. If you go back up to a few verses, the Bible says he began to groan in his spirit. That word groan means he began to become angry. Wait a minute, I thought he was sad. He's no, 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 no. The law of faith is stirring on the inside of him. Now, what is he angry at? He's angry at doubt around him. He's angry at death. Come on. The Bible even makes clear that God does not rejoice in the death of sinners. So death is screaming and the law of faith that's 
emotion on the inside of Jesus is getting mad. He's had, that boldness is beginning to rise up on the inside of him. Are y'all seeing this now? So he goes and he begins, watch this, all, he's, all he hears in the midst of him is screams of doubt and fear and sadness, but faith had to get louder. How many knows that if Lazarus was going to come out of this, if this situation was going to turn around, doubt, or doubt and fear and shame and sadness, they could not be the loudest voice. And I'm telling you in here today that as long as these things are louder than what God said and louder than what the Word of God says, then let me tell you something. They're going to stay the way that they are. I understand, again, I understand that they are loud. I understand that these problems that you're facing today are screaming at you. I understand that. But the law of faith demands that faith be the what? The loudest. So Jesus goes... And he looks at death right in the face. Glory to God. Looks at death right in the face. And he doesn't whisper. Come on. He doesn't whisper. The Bible says he cried out with a loud voice. Why? Because that's what the law of faith demands. He had to do it. Turn to your neighbor and say he had to do it. He had to do it, Crockett. He had to do it. There's no way. If the, the law of faith being, on, being in motion on the inside of him, there is no way that Jesus could have kept quiet. Not a chance. But he cried out, Lazarus, come forth. Now how could he do this? Because he's Jesus. No. How could he do this? Because we read in the book of Acts that Peter did the same thing. He rose a girl from the dead. How could they do this? Let me tell you why. Jesus gave us the answer. Now look back at it. He immediately shifts his focus off of the screams of fear and doubt and unbelief and all that. He looks up to heaven and he says, Father, I thank you that you hear me and I hear you. We are one. Do you see what he's doing? He is making faith the loudest voice in his life at that very moment. At that time, he is no longer focusing on the doubts and the fears and the, all these other screams. No longer focusing on it. We've seen him do the same thing when he made the five loaves and the two fish become more than enough. What did he do? The Bible says he took it, he looked unto heaven, he blessed it. Right? He shifted his focus. Are you getting loud? That's what I want to ask you right now. Because let's look at Jesus. As we learn tonight, look at Jesus. Jesus, when he was faced with death, the death of his friend Lazarus, he had to get loud. Why? Because that spirit of faith in him had to become the loudest voice. Because death was screaming that day. Do you agree with me with that? Of course you do. Death screams. It's over. It's finished. It's too late. But Jesus stared right into that tomb and said, Lazarus, come forth. He didn't whisper it. He didn't politely say it. He became the loudest voice at that time. Why? Because I keep saying it and I'm going to keep saying it again. Faith must become the loudest voice. 
It's time you get loud over your health, over your peace, over your marriage, over your children, whatever issue that's going on in your life, whatever area the devil is attacking you on. Do not remain silent. Because I'm telling you, you may be thinking, well, if I don't say anything, something's going to go away. No. You give the enemy jurisdiction to rule and reign in your life by the words that you speak, but also what you don't say. When you and I refuse to speak and declare what God said and boldly declare it and stand on it, then guess what? That's just as bad as not saying, uh, as saying the wrong words. So we must have that voice of faith screaming out of us, declaring, hey, this is what God said, and I am sticking to it. I'm not backing down. I want to pray for you right now that boldness will come upon you, that that spirit of faith, there's only one spirit of faith, and the Bible says that when that spirit of faith is on the inside of you, it causes you to speak. And I'm telling you right now that when you make faith the loudest voice in your life, not only are you going to respond to it, but everything around you is going to respond to it. Glory to God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up every person that is watching this program. They're not watching it just by accident. There's no coincidence in you. This is by divine appointment. And Father, I pray, Lord, right now that a Holy Ghost boldness will come into them. That spirit of faith will come into them right now, Lord. That they will boldly stand. That they will not look around and say, Well, you know what? There's nothing I can do about the things going on in my life. Yes, there is. Father, I pray that they will take a stand and declare that they shall live and not die. Declare life in every situation that may be going on around them. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that no matter what it looks like or feels like or whatever, you've already spoken. We shall have what we say if we say what we believe. So, Father, I pray right now for your people a mighty turnaround. And I give you the praise for it in advance because you are the God of the breakthrough, as David said. You are the Lord of the breakthrough. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. I want to take this time to thank each and every one of you for watching this program. I've heard so many uh, testimonies of, of people being blessed and touched by this program. This is why we're here. This is why we take time every single week to bring you the Word of God, fresh revelation from the Kingdom of God, because people need help. They need hope. And I thank you for the words of encouragement. I also want to take this time to thank our faith partners. Faith Partners, thank you so much for supporting this ministry, for blessing this ministry. As you help us, we are able to help the world. God has called us all to work together. So thank you again. Until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a Faith Partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for Faith Partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 